0: Hey guys, I don't just talk about games and make picks. I put my money where my mouth is. I bet with Odds Club. They have an easy-to-use site with all of the major sports to bet on. Their payment options
1: are just as easy. Venmo, PayPal, Cash App, whatever you use, Odds Club has it. And it's so much easier than those offshore sites. You get paid on time, every time. Follow Odds Club on Twitter and send a DM. Tell them Clack or Michelle sent you and receive 20% in free play. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Terrible Takes Podcast. I'm your co-host, Michelle, and with me, as always, is Clack. Um, Clack, the world has gone mad. Absolutely crazy. Um, It has. I am just so ready to talk about sports. So what do we have for today? Me too.
0: We Got a lot of stuff today. Um, I'm gonna start off with some NFL news. Um, I don't know why I just saw this today and I was gonna bring this up. I don't know if it was Cruz that tweeted the article or it was some Saints fan, that's all I remember. That But Pet- Watson to the Saints, really? I mean, I would take that, I would for sure. Um, I'm hearing that Deshaun, I heard that Deshaun Watson is looking to be traded. Uh, 49ers, Saints, and a couple other options, but would love to see him end up in New Orleans. Would be really good, so I guess since we started off in the NFL, we could just start on the NFL playoffs. Um, Some good games this weekend. Uh, Most notably for me, the Saints host the Bears. I'm a little worried about that one, just because we all know how the Saints have been in the playoffs lately. So, what are your thoughts on the NFL playoffs?
1: Um, I've been seeing a lot of stuff on TikTok about it, so I've been trying to kind of do some of my research here. Um, I am most interested also, obviously, in the Saints game. I think the Saints will be fine. Um, I know you've got a hot take on that one. Um, Another game I'm kind of looking forward to is um, the Rams in Seattle. Yes. Um, I I mean, I'm going to take Seattle because I think Russ is the GOAT, but I know it was a bit of a struggle, and then another interesting one is um, the Browns at the Steelers.
0: I think those are both going to be good ones. I think Seattle will pull it off in the end. I think uh, with Jared Goff being questionable, that's going to hurt LA. I mean, LA has a defense to beat anybody, but I don't think they've got the offense. I think Seattle will do just enough. Pittsburgh and Cleveland is a toss-up. Pittsburgh, or excuse me, Cleveland's without their head coach this week, so that could be a little bit of a tough one. I, I would love to see the Browns pull it off and the Steelers have struggled lately, but I think Pittsburgh's going to get it done. I think the saints win in the end, by the oh, way, I think, it's you? Just, I think they win. I think it's going to be a very close game. We all know how the saints are in the playoffs. I mean, lost to Minnesota last year. Anyway, another game, we did not talk mention just then, but of uh, Sunday, Baltimore, Tennessee, Lamar Jackson, uh, going up against Derek Henry and the Titans, I think that's a good game. Yeah. Who you got to I,
1: I, I don't know much about Baltimore's defense, to be honest, but um, I'm just going to go with Tennessee because of Derrick Henry.
0: All right. Good pick. Good pick. Uh, Tampa Bay and Washington. I think this game could be closer than everybody thinks. I think Washington what? could hang around. Washington's got a defense. Um, I mean, obviously, they're built by Bama on defense. So I think think Washington can hang in there, but I think in the end, Brady's going to end up getting the job done. Um, One more game we didn't mention. I don't think this one's particularly close. The Colts in my Super Bowl pick, the Bills, I think the Bills are the best team in the NFL right now. Uh, They're clicking on both sides. Josh Allen is having a heck of a year. Stephon Diggs. What a year he's having. One of the best receivers in the NFL now. And that Bill's defense has been lights out. I think Buffalo wins that one easy, but yeah. you never know. You never know. So uh jumping into some college news. Let's let's talk about the college football playoff. Um yes. Let's talk about first Bama Clips or excuse me, Bama, Notre Dame. What were your thoughts on the game?
1: Um I mean, it went a- about what I thought it was going to go. Um, I'm mad we gave up that late touchdown in the fourth quarter, but I can't complain. We also didn't hang as many points as I wanted to, but I mean, it is what it is. We won, so right. I'll take it.
0: I agree. Um, feel like we played a good game on both sides of the ball. Um, was just a good complete game. I think Notre Dame is better than people give them credit for. I don't think they should have been in the playoffs. Agreed. But they give they they do uh they were not a bad opponent and but you know Bamlin they got the job done smitty doing what he does and how about the naji harris the hurdle i mean that was oh
1: my god like i'm sitting
0: there i'm like did he just do that it's crazy it is i mean like
1: i, I could never
0: we we um yeah, Najee, and the fact that he was fifth, all the way down in fifth, the highest in voting is just ridiculous. Oh, I, I,
1: okay. So you know me, I dug into some stats. I'll talk about mm. that next. Um, all right. After after we talk about the playoff games, but I definitely have a bone to pick with. I agree. With, with the order of how that but, uh, went down.
0: You know, uh, you know, Bama played just a normal Bama football game. What a or scored more points, but Notre Dame does have a decent defense. Um, they do have, I, but like Notre Dame has a really good defense. I think it's the best defense we faced all year. I mean, do you agree?
1: Yes, I definitely agree.
0: Um, so, not the offensive numbers were not bad at all from this game. When you look at them, and I don't have them pulled up because we are having all kinds of technical difficulties today, but I'm going to do that right now. Um, oh. For those of you, for our listeners, we have been trying to record for over an hour, and it has not been easy. So, but the offensive numbers not that bad. Mac Jones, 25 of 30, 297 yards, four touchdowns. Najee, 15 carries, 125 yards. Smitty, seven receptions for 130 yards. Not bad offensive numbers at all
1: mm-hmm. against a
0: really good defense.
1: And even Ian, Ian Book, I mean, Notre Dame played their best, too. You know, um, he was 27-39, and 39, 229 yards, zero touchdowns, and only one interception. So, it wasn't bad. Not bad.
0: No, not at all. So, let's move on to the second game of the night. Um, I've been looking forward to this one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know we've had had a lot of guests on lately, and only one person picks Ohio State to beat Clemson. That was me. Um, that was you. Yes, um, I, I, I admit I was wrong. <laughs> hey, I nailed about. It. Hey, you were complete. I was wrong about the when we ranked the conferences. You nailed that. I was way off putting the ACC ahead of the Big Ten. So good job nailing that one.
1: You know, and it's um, funny too because you picked the Big Ten team. I picked the ACC team. I know it's weird,
0: <laughs> crazy, but. uh, wow ohio state justin fields what a day two uh, tw- uh two 22, 22. For 20, <laughs> that is a that is a mouthful 22 for 28 for 500 385 <laughs> yards wow 385 yards six touchdowns one interception mm-hmm. what a day he had trace sermon 31 carries 193 yards and a touchdown what were your thoughts in this game
1: um, I certainly did not expect it to be a blowout. Um, I mean, 49-28 to 28 was incredible. I mean, you said it, Justin Fields on freaking fire. I cannot believe he threw six touchdowns against Clemson, you know, supposedly one of the best teams in the country. I still think they are one of the best teams in the country, but I definitely underestimated Ohio State. Um, I mean... Even as much as I don't like Trevor Lawrence, I mean, he also did pretty good. 33-48 for 400 yards, two touchdowns and one interception. I mean, that was a pretty incredible game to watch.
0: It was. It was. You know, when you look at the defenses going into the championship, both defenses struggle with pass defense. But, you know, you got to look at it like – Ohio State has not played a decent quarterback until Trevor Lawrence, and they have struggled with the pass defense. Alabama's pass defense has not been the best either, but they have played some really good offensive teams with Ole Miss and Matt Corral, with Florida and Kyle Trask. You know, they've played some good quarterbacks. So I think those numbers, they really bode well for Bama going into the championship. We're, we're going to score. We're going to score on them. They're gonna score on us, Justin Fields, Master Teague, Trey Sermon. That's gonna be a tough combo to stop.
1: Yeah. But
0: so, I mean, your thoughts?
1: Um, so yeah, looking ahead to that game, um, as you mentioned, the the defenses I think will be something to watch. Um, Alabama's ranked 32nd, Ohio State 41. Um, they have some pretty close numbers here. Um, the rush defense for both are pretty great. Ohio state keeps teams under 90 Alabama averaging, um, giving up 110 yards. So as we look to players like Trey Sermon and Najee Harris, how the defense will be able to contain both of those, the pass defense is where both are literally God awful Ohio state averaging, um, giving up about 370 yards per game. And we know Mac Jones loves to throw the ball and can throw the ball. Um, the other half of that coin, though, Alabama gives up nearly just as many passing yards, 353 yards per game. And Justin Fields, as we saw in that last game, almost throwing 300, what was it, 385, almost 400 yards.
0: Yes. Containing
1: yes. both quarterbacks for both is going to be a big deal. And then, like I said, um, containing the rush with Najee Harris and Trey Sermon, I think will also make or break the the difference in this game.
0: Agree. So I've got two questions for you, Michelle. You ready? Yes. Are you there? Okay. I'm here. I'm here. There was a pop. My earphones, my (laughs) AirPods popped. I thought I had lost you. Um, This is why it's always best to record in person. Right. Um, So here's my, my first question is, can Justin Fields replicate the day he had against Clemson against Bama? And secondly, if he does, which I firmly believe he can, if he does, is it enough? Win it to beat
1: them. Um, I definitely think he could throw. I mean, like I just said, our our pass defense is a little rough, giving up almost 350 yards average per game. So, is it enough? I'm not sure um I think they'll definitely need to run the ball a little bit just to give a break um with Justin Fields which I'm I don't think they can do but I'm also scared of um the amount of rushing we'll be able to do on the ground I definitely think Ohio State could potentially win this game I mean the the defenses are pretty fairly matched um I think our our advantage is obviously Mac Jones being one of the greatest quarterbacks this season, um, and then as you mentioned before, I just don't know if Ohio State has really played a team to this caliber, so I'm not sure how, right. like, how that matches up.
0: I agree. I agree that the defenses are equal, but the and I, you know, I sound like I'm underestimating Ohio State. I'm 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 not. I know as well as anybody, Ohio State can win this football game. And, you know, it's – right now I feel like it's a 50-50 maybe when you look at it. But Ohio State, compare the teams that would, they have played. The teams that have played – we've played some good teams. You know, Ohio, Ohio State's best win is Indiana, mm-hmm. who lost to Ole Miss, who we beat, obviously not in the best sense, but – you know, we do have common opponents there, or I'm sorry, we don't have a common opponent. I don't know why yeah. I'm saying that. Um, um, but we have that, and I, Ohio State struggled with Penn State. They struggled with some teams they should not have struggled with. I... And they can't, they cannot come out of the gate slow like they did against like Northwestern. They come out of the gate slow. Alabama has to come out, foot on the gas, all gas, no brakes, and, and just run it down their throats and just run away with it in the first half and hold on to that but if Ohio State comes out swinging like they did against Clemson we're, we're in for a nail-biter I think the
1: the biggest difference here too is going to be the second half um I know Alabama mm-hmm. specifically we're used to being a second half team but this season I feel like not to say we've let off the gas a little bit but but the the intensity to me has not been there. The second half, it's like we get such a big cushion in the first half, which I do not think is going to happen mm. against this game. So we have legitimately got to play all four quarters. And I know Nick Saban, like you know, that, that's that's his, that's his big thing is is playing a whole sixty minute game of football. But we actually need to play six right. minutes of football against Ohio State if we want to win.
0: I agree. I totally agree. So let's talk about, um, let's say we'll come back to sports in a minute. I'm going to ta- take a break from sports for a moment. Um, okay. I think I told Michelle I was going to do this. Um, so I posted some food takes on the Twitter app a few days ago. Um, I had cookout oh, for God. the first time yesterday. Um, I don't know why I did cookout. I was going to do food and decided to do cookout instead. Mm. So I'm going to make a take. I this is a hard one, and I don't know where do I, I'm, I'm assuming, I mean, I know you've had cookout. I've had
1: cookout, yes. And I've not had food.
0: I'm sure you've had, you have not no. had food. No. Wow. Like, I'm gonna go on a lumber. I think food is better. I said yesterday, I think cookout's better. I'm gonna get Oh that. my god. Um, but best burger in Tuscaloosa.
1: Best burger?
0: I'm gonna go, in Tuscaloosa. No. Oh. Best burger in Tuscaloosa, hooligans.
1: I don't know if I've had hooligans either. I don't oh I don't eat out a lot. Oh I don't goodness. need it. that's why when you said you were gonna do food takes, I was kinda scared. I the and honestly oh the only thing I've had at cookout, um, I think I had a burger once when I was like blacked out and drunk. Um I normally get their chicken tenders oh because they're or the little chicken nuggets. <laughs> they're chicken nuggets are better oh. than Wendy's I will say that but
0: are we talking about are we too are we talking cookout. about okay I was saying hooligans burger is the best yeah okay, but I I get I, I've never saying. I, I am... haven't
1: had hooligans I've had a burger from cookout once I never got a burger again because it was not good the only thing I get from cookout is chicken nuggets that's about yes. all I got sorry yeah,
0: I just wanted to throw some I just wanted to throw some food takes I have really become more food take cultured since going Uh-oh. to the mansion. Um really have become very food take cultured since going to the mansion. So anyway, I've, we had to chase a little bit of a rabbit hole there. <laughs> um back to sports. Um I was in a basketball. I'm just just gonna bring them up real quick. Uh what a what a uh what a start to SEC play. 3-0, O, two wins against ranked teams. You know, after a tough loss to Western Kentucky, I, I did not see this as possible. But, you know, Nate Oates has really got this team going and going up against our in-state rivals in Auburn on Saturday. We have never won this new Auburn arena. I think that changes Saturday. So just wanted to throw that out there hmm. real quick.
1: I mean, I'm all for it. I'm probably not going to watch, um, but I'm all for it.
0: Um, I'll definitely uh, be trying to watch that one. Um, NBA, real quick, we'll go into our Heisman takes in just a moment. Uh, NBA, 76ers off to a good start. I still don't think the Lakers repeat. The Hawks, I talked about them in the last podcast, and they have absolutely fell apart (laughs) since then. And, I mean, they have fell apart. Right now, though, I think the East comes down to Philly and Boston. Um, I I said the Nets. The Nets are struggling to shoot. They're struggling to score. I think the East comes down to Philly and Boston. Who knows what happens in the West? The West is jumbled as a bowl of jambalaya right now. And (laughs) that was a good um, one. (laughs) The West is so jumbled like right now, like one night. I mean, heck right now, give me Phoenix to win the West. It's an absolute madhouse in the West right now. And I don't even know who's going to win. Like the Clippers go and lose by forty to the Mavs, and then the Mavs go and lose when they shouldn't lose. And then it's—I don't think the Lakers are repeating.
1: Mm.
0: So who knows? Who knows? Game? I guess whoever. This is <laughs> anyway. So to our Heisman takes, Michelle. Give me your take. I on the Heisman. am
1: angry. I'm very angry. I mean, I'm extremely me happy. I, Smitty had no one. I would have rioted. Um, but when it comes to how, oh,
0: yeah, we need more. Of yeah,
1: that. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said that in this climate, <laughs> where, and I apologize, that was a poor choice of words on my part. Um, <laughs> my bad. Um, I would have been very upset. Um, but the way two, three, and four were ranked, I have a huge problem. And as I said before, I had the numbers broken down. Um, this season, you know, Trevor Lawrence came in second. I don't know how on God's green earth that happened. Here's the stats comparing Mac Jones and Trevor Lawrence for this year. Yards, Mac Jones had 4,036. That is second in the league. Touchdowns, 36 Mm -hmm. touchdowns. That is second in the league. Interceptions, only had four on the season. Okay, Trevor Lawrence threw for 3,153 yards. That is ranked eighth. Touchdowns, he had 24. That is ranked 12th. Okay, so then I was like, let me look. I don't even know if Trevor Lawrence was in the Heisman talks last year, so I I went back to look. He finished seventh in the Heisman race last year, but his numbers last year were better than his numbers this year. Last year, he threw for 3,665 yards, had 36 touchdowns, and only eight interceptions. So why in the heck did he finish second in the Heisman race this year over Mac Jones?
0: I agree. I agree. And full disclosure, I would have I'd have ride it too if that had finished yeah. If Trevor Lawrence had won it, I would have lost it. Um so yeah, um like I think like good question. How was Trevor ahead of Mac Jones? But how was he ahead of Najee Harris too? There's I no mean, talent. Like like what Is the Heisman committee thinking, like, I get it. They don't want to sound like they're Bama bias, but Bama's got the best three offensive players in the country. Yeah. Put them there. I mean, I'm sorry. And then I see on Twitter, I saw some random dude says that Kyle Trask should have won the Heisman. Are you kidding me? Kyle (laughs) Trask? Four (laughs) loss, Kyle Trask?
1: See, I I didn't even bother to look up his stats for the season because he was so irrelevant to me. I, I, no.
0: Yeah, I mean. I mean, he's a great quarterback. I'm not taking – I'm not denying that. He's a great quarterback. And, you know, congrats to him on a great season. But I've always said this. This has always been a take that I have had. And, Michelle, I want to get your opinion on this. I don't think the Heisman should go to a quarterback, a player, whose team is not a contention for a national championship. I'm sorry. If you were a Heisman player, I mean, it's not to take away from them that they're great players. Yeah, I, I, I but like you look at guys like RG3 that have won it. His team was nowhere close to a championship. If you're, you need to give it to players who are in contention for championships. I I guess my only
1: pushback with that is that it does take a team effort to get to a national championship. And this, the Heisman is not a team award. So if you, if you, whatever, have the most rushing yards, most, you know, receptions or whatever, I guess that's where it gets a little bit more iffy. But I I get what you're saying.
0: It's just like, I feel like if a true Heisman winner, I think, will have his team in that position. And it's to take nothing away from players who have great stats, like RG3, Kyle Trask, you know, guys like that. Guys who are great players... But, like, you know, I just feel like there should there should be more thought put into where your team is at. Like, if you're in the playoffs or if you're in, you know, the top four, I think more consideration should be put into that. Yeah, you
1: bring honestly. up a, a good point, too, of something else that really bothers me um, more specifically with this season Heisman Talks was how we talked about Trevor Lawrence's accomplishments and achievements off the field because that literally holds no relevancy whatsoever to the Heisman Award. I, I think somebody tweeted, I think it was actually Austin tweeted, um, talking about how somebody needs to let Dabo know that it's not a Nobel Peace Prize or a lifetime achievement award. And I I I'm laughing because it's funny, but I mean it's true. Like the Heisman Award is a, a football award.
0: It is, and you know, I mean, you you've given it to guys like Cam Newton. Why are we all of a sudden making it about a lifetime award? If you if you can give it to Cam (laughs) Newton, you can give it to anybody. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Cam Newton was a great player. I'm I'm Wasn't just saying shenanigans. The 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 things that the off the field stuff. If if you're not going to let that stop you, why are we suddenly wanting to let it? why are we suddenly wanting to call call, yeah. him, bring it up now I mean yeah Trevor Lawrence had to do with a lot to do with bringing football back Trevor Lawrence in the SEC thanks to him and I'm thankful for that but that doesn't mean right. that she went the I mean you know it just makes no sense yeah I, I don't think you can just no it doesn't so uh, a cra- little bit of a crazy podcast today I'm haven't to record remotely because uh, a lot of things going on well, next time mm-hmm. hopefully we'll be Back together doing it, it won't be as crazy. But, but I, I want to uh, hear your takes else, on the Michelle? the
1: national championship. I want to know, um, yeah, because oh, well, the the, the over that. under is seventy five points. What do you got?
0: I'm gonna go on the you are slide under on that one. <laughs> um, if it's the, over, it means I do
1: defenses.
0: We'll see. I think it's going to be a close game. I'm not going to pick a winner just because it's Bama. This is just one time I don't want to pick a winner. But my – I mean, I just – I don't want to – Well, I'm picking
1: Alabama. I'll tell you right now. I got 53 to 32. I know we said it's going to be a shootout and a close matchup. But I think eventually Alabama will pull it together. And I think Mac Jones will outplay Justin Fields. So –
0: Okay. Well, you know what? I'll make a pick. I'm going to go Bama – 48, okay, very
1: 31. nice. Uh, one more thing I I, think I did want to bring up, too, um, why I feel so confident in Alabama's defenses when I was doing some, you know, number picking. Um, somebody that we have not talked mm-hmm. about, and I feel like somebody that is vastly underrated at the moment, is Patrick Sertan. He is the number 10 mm-hmm. defensive player overall this year. Um yeah, and then going wow. into the playoff game against Notre Dame, he's only allowed 18 completions on 43 targets on over 460 snaps. That ranks third among FBS players. So that's a wow. matchup I'm looking forward wow. to. I feel
0: like, and I know, I mean, he's your favorite yes. player of all time, and uh, I've always been a huge fan of his, but – do you compare – do you think – I don't think Patrick Sertain is on that level yet. I don't think he's on that level. I think Malachi Moore will be on that level before he would. like he is a – in terms of best defensive players, I think Malachi Moore going to be on that I mean, I,
1: I, w- I would love that, obviously, being a Bama fan. I don't think anybody can touch Minka Fitzpatrick, and I don't know if that's just because I'm biased and I love him that much. I do not like seeing player comparisons to him just because – in my head, I mean, he's literally like the greatest of all time. I mean, he's like how people compare Nick Saban to other coaches. Like you just don't do it, but that's not to say that, that I don't think anybody can or that other people are just as great. I think that's just me with my blinders on. So I, I prefer not to make those Mm -hmm. types of comparisons, but that's
0: just me. (laughs) Hey, I I understand it. I, I totally understand that. Um, so is there anything else uh it's our first episode of the new year 21 2020 20, <laughs> 2021 yes Dang, I sound drunk. <laughs> um oh uh, yeah that was an adventure at the mansion last week we were all a little yes see, last week at the mansion um so anyway michelle anything that's all else i got before we close out y'all thanks for listening uh y'all enjoy the championship yeah
1: and